Hey everybody, it's Alex. Welcome to the first episode of the Tea and Toast podcast. Thank you for finding us. I don't know how you did, but thank you and welcome. Uh, in this episode, we talk about some of our recent med school exams. We talk about Drag Race and the Real Housewives of New York, as well as some miscellaneous things that come up. And so I hope you enjoy. And just as a reminder, the audio on Matt's side of things is not great for this episode. So if it's too much for you to handle, one, get over yourself. And two, just go to episode two because everything sorts itself out and we promise we will do better moving forward. Thank you for your time and enjoy. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Hey, long time no see, long time no speak. I know, we haven't been speaking at all prior to this. No, we have not been preparing laboriously no. for this podcast whatsoever. It's going to come no. natural. Natural. We didn't do ten takes of the intro little tidbit. Oh, God, no. no. God, we do everything one take. We don't even edit. We just knock it out of the park yep. each and every time. That's true. There's no need for editing. So for those who don't know, and that will be everybody listening to this podcast, <laughs> Alex and I are recently on March break. Yes, it's true. So we're, it's so we're in our third year now of medicine at an undisclosed location. Yes. In an undisclosed country. Yes. And what did we just finish, Alex? We just finished the schooling. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Because you and I wrote different exams. That's right. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. What were your written exams? I just wrote family medicine and psychiatry, y'all. So hit me up. Sounds quite broad. It was very broad. Very broad. So how did you find that studying for a topic as broad as family med? That is a great question. You know, I thought I was doing really well until... I did some practice questions, and I realized I didn't know anything about kids or anything about the vagina. <laughs> well, honey, we wouldn't expect to know anything about No, no. <laughs> no one could expect me to know. So how dare they include questions on that? I don't know. Where did you do these practice questions? Uh, they were in some resources kindly handed down to us by the senior medical students. Because oh. it's very collaborative learning here at this undisclosed location <laughs> that's true we are very lucky to have a lot of collaboration if people are willing to share what information they are able to acquire mm -hmm. yeah so yeah i wrote internal medicine which for those who don't know encompasses pretty much every branch of medicine so you know cardiology nephrology any kind of ology you can think of is probably covered on the exam so mm -hmm. that was a treat yeah a treat and a half, and I never thought I was doing well. And then I did the practice questions, and it confirmed that I was, in fact, not doing well. Well, at least you had insight. I did not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of surprised they had so many questions about kids and vagina. I know they're part of primary care, but you think they would kind of yeah. let some of those spill over into the specialty exams. I would hope so. There, there was a lot on the exam <laughs> that I did not know much about. You would hope so, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen, no. I, my thoughts exactly. Because, y'all, we have a separate pediatrics and obsgyne block and exam that follows. 
So I was hoping those questions would be reserved for those rotations. But you know what? You can always do what you want. I didn't want to be too close. Yeah. I didn't want to be too close on pitch there just to avoid copyright. If you're wondering why <laughs> I was a little yeah, yeah, out of tune, that's why. It's like you can steal the lyrics as long as they're not in beat. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's the policy. Yeah. <laughs> it's what's it called? Free. Well, attribution. See, the thing is with medicine, you can go down a lot of rabbit holes that can waste a lot of your time. Mm -hmm. For instance, on our internal exam, there was zero dermatology questions. Oh, really? And dermatology is a very difficult topic that takes a lot of studying. It's true. So someone could did like devote a large amount of time studying it, and then it's all kind of for nothing. Yeah, it's a time suck. Yeah, not for nothing because no. you know you need to know dermatology as a clinician, but for the Absolutely. exam specifically, yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, you know what? Don't even don't even <laughs> apologize. It was your fault. <laughs> but we're moving on. Okay. Good. I'm glad. But I appreciate the empathy, DB. Thank you. I learned that in Med 1 and Med 2. I didn't have any before. Oh, did you? They taught me it all. Yeah. Thank God. I know. Or whatever day of the week you choose to if any at all. You gotta watch that shit now. We're on. We're recording. <laughs> exactly. Guys, this is an inclusive podcast. I don't know if you listened to that hot mess of an intro, but... <laughs> <laughs> we are inclusive here. We are about inclusivity here. Inclusivity. <laughs> yes, God. And we also, we this is something that we both shared. We both did our little, uh, our OSCE, which is kind of our clinical exam mm -hmm. that we have to do every year. And how did you think that went? You know what? I thought it could have gone better. I realized that I didn't know how to put a bag valve mass together with you know a lot of confidence mm. and I was kind of fumbling through that right. and I threw the the little catheter basin thing in the garbage and then realized halfway through that I in fact needed that <laughs> mm, to catch the urine yes that was coming from that plastic penis exactly. <laughs> okay guys <laughs> so We've been practicing on this model, these models of like pelvises with penises and vaginas attached to them. And then on the door, entering into this exam room, it said that this would be a hybrid station. So I assumed that there would be a simulated patient like sitting in a chair and then there'd be a model like set up on a table and we would go and do like the catheter insertion as usual and then would just like converse with this model. So I walk into the room. And there's just a simulated patient on the bed. <laughs> like, oh, okay, hello, sir. Laying down. Laying down. Laying yes, open. yes, yes. Yes. And there's like a sheet over his private area, but there's no like lump or like there's no model underneath. Because I'm looking for the model. So I asked the examiner, oh, where's the model? And he just looks at this simulated patient's crotch. I'm like, okay, but where's the model? And he just looks again at the guy's crotch. I'm okay, well, I don't have much time to waste, so I get all my things set up, and then I undrape, and there's the plastic penis component of the model is just sitting in the guy's crotch. <laughs> and that was unexpected. That was yeah, an interesting choice. It was. I choices. think that was a universal experience. Oh, good. Choices. See, my goofy ass. My goofy ass, <laughs> but... The model must be on the other side of the room, like a partial wall. 
So I go over and I just see a random admin there looking shocked that my ass was looking at them. Why was he there? I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. Oh my god. They just looked very shocked and then I looked shocked. (laughs) I went back and I asked, I did what you did. I asked about the model. I said, Where's the pelvis model? Again, he pointed to the individual. So I'm going closer and closer. You know, I'm lifting the drape with bated breath, one centimeter at a time, waiting for this giant pelvis model to come through. So it dawns on me, as I did to you, that we're going to catheterize a real human. I thought that. I thought, my God, we're going to give this man bacteria, (laughs) which is bacteria in the urine everybody under his catheter. Anyway. Story spoiled by Alex already. Oh, I'm sorry. Penis it was with no yeah. bladder. I where did the catheter so, go? Cause like, I don't know. You see, the weird thing is, I went and when I inserted it, I inflated it and I pulled back, thinking there's no bladder. It can't possibly. But you know what? It gave me the appropriate resistance. Yeah, it was in the bladder. Yeah, so he must so have been like, like sitting it on. It like it worked out. I don't know. They had some sort of tunnel like under his butt for the catheter to go. Yeah, I was so thrown off by that that I just thought it was going to be a true sim where we didn't even put it in the plastic penis, so I didn't even lubricate the catheter. <laughs> and I, I was like, okay, so I would insert. He was like, uh, you need to lubricate the catheter. And I thought, is there even a urethra in this plastic penis? <laughs> that, I didn't know where it was going to go. I know. I thought, what the <sighs> hell? Yeah. But it seemed like that was a universal experience. It was, which made me feel yeah. better. Everyone had their sort of trials and tribulations during this practical mm-hmm. exam. And it wasn't really the knowledge itself that was the issue. It was the unfamiliar environment. Because for those who don't know, who are listening attentively, mm-hmm. third-year students are spread out across the area where we live, so we all tend to practice in different hospitals. Mm-hmm. Different hospitals have different equipment and different protocols. So coming together, not even in a hospital, was kind of... Uh, Kind of different, huh? Yeah. It was. I never knew where the hand sanitizer was. I would just like walk around the room for like a good minute looking oh for one. And they'd be like, there's one on the table. I'm like, well, it's in a weird bottle and it didn't look like a hand sanitizer. And then it would be like over the examiner. So you're reaching over the person evaluating you. Mm. Your hands. Yeah. Just, well, it was uncomfortable. It was a mess. Now, just uncomfortable. <laughs> mm. But, you know, we, we did some sort of semblance of surviving, and we're here to tell the tale. We did. We did. That's all there is to it, everybody. Yeah. Yep. So now we've got a bit of a break, mm-hmm. and I'll be heading into my surgery and emergency medicine rotation. So that'll be fun. Oh, I bet that'll just be delightful for you. I, it is. It will be. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Matt says this because I'm more interested in the medicine side of medicine and not the surgical side, so it will be a bit of a change for me. Mm-hmm. But so you kind of did the two rotations that were more suitable to yes. you know, your propensity mm-hmm. toward... Ooh, Lord, I just hit my mic. <laughs> your propensity toward you know, the medical cerebral aspect of medicine. So now you're going to be in the procedural stuff where... The hours will be long, but you just have to commit 
Mm-hmm. You gotta commit. You're smart. You're a smart dude. You was smart. You was kind. Big. You is important. You was impotent. Mm. That too. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, I got some feedback like from my uh, family medicine preceptor. Just the formative feedback. Formative meaning. Yes. Formative it doesn't meaning. count. <laughs> yes. And he said you were impotent. That's kind of a weird thing. So. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. True, <laughs> but <laughs> you're like it's true, but I don't know how you do that. <laughs> Yes, so in this formative evaluation, my preceptor gave feedback that does go on to uh, show itself for our later applications, and that was all good. But then in the sort of subjective side, he said, you are very smart, you just need to be more confident, and that's it. Just be more confident in yourself. So that was nice. Be more confident or competent? No, confident. Confident. (laughs) You're very smart, just be more competent. Oh. Okay, no, confident. Confident. Yes, that is the key. Yeah. The key is to be quietly confident. Mm. But you know what? It's you just not my personality. You don't want to straddle the line of arrogance. Yeah, true. No, I know what you mean. So. Your personality is to kind of, well, it's hard to be confident. We're in a field where different things are coming at us all the time. We don't actually know what we're doing. Because mm-hmm. we haven't gone through the 13 years of training that other people have gone through. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very normal to be nervous and scared. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's nice to have the feedback, whereas, you know, just be more confident in yourself. I think that's good advice. Yeah, because he's basically saying, like, you have all the, all the pieces. You just need to put it together in a confident puzzle. That's right. And, like, half the battle, I think, of being a clinician is having that air mm-hmm. about you where people can... You know right, because if you're like explaining you're what the plan that is, upward inflection. <laughs> the end of every sentence, no. I would recommend a surgery for you, maybe. I don't know. But then we can't talk too much because we don't know if the, our preceptors agree with our plan, so we can't be like, "So this is what we're going to do." That's true. And like lay it out step by step, and then the guy comes in and goes, "Now we're going to do planning." Mm-hmm. Because it was it was interesting. We would. I, I would see the patient and then I would go and discuss with him and then we would like quickly go over things and then we would walk into the room together and then I would do all the talking. So sometimes okay, when nice. it wasn't like evidently clear what we were doing, I'm like, okay, and we're going to do this. Because <laughs> sometimes we didn't we're really discuss this, it. And I'm like, and are we doing this? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> And that's part of the learning curve. It is. It very much is. All right. Why don't we get into some of our our television? Our other talking points. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know, just be clear. Uh, this is a spoiler alert for those who have not watched season oh. 11 of Drag Race yet. Yes. But we are coming at you from the past. We're going to talk about episode one, and we know that I think four episodes have been out right now. Yeah. So if you're ahead of the curve, strap on, strap in, agree or disagree with us, let us know with our email. Yes. Or if you're this toast. and you don't want things spoiled, just go watch it right the fuck now and then come back and listen to our podcast. That's the thing. Just pause it and then come back. You can That's come back. You, have to do it. you can come always back. come back. The door is always open, babies. Come back. Please. Oh my God, we need listeners. <laughs> we really do. 
Not desperately so, but we we just need them. We don't have any sponsors. We need listeners, but we don't have sponsors, and we're so poor. <laughs> Help me, I'm poor. So please, we encourage you. Pause it. Pause it, watch <laughs> it, and come back. Come back tonight. Come back. <laughs> oh my god. Please. Right. Please come back. Okay. <laughs> so for those of you so who are back, we digest. welcome. <laughs> so season 11. Mm. So. Season 11 already. Can you believe? I know. It's been it's a, been a wild ride from this RuPaul. Season 11. And we've never looked better. You know what? We've never looked better. Ru's never looked better. And Michelle Visage is looking good. She is. Good for her. We got rid of the dead weight with Santino. Oh, God. Life's good. I don't miss him. Sorry, Santino. Do I? But I mean, Carson and... Oh, yeah. Jesus. What's the other one? Bob. <laughs> Bobby? Um... Cur... <laughs> We're clearly very Ross. Today. Ross. Yes, Ross Matthews. Ross Matthews. We love Ross, so I don't know we why do. we forgot Ross. We love him. Funny. He is funny. He's great, and Carson's great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we have kind of the perfect panel right now because we have Michelle Visage since season whatever, three or four. We were happy to have her. Mm-hmm. Now we're happy to have them. She was finally released from her radio contract. Thank God. That's right. She really is Rue's foil. Mm-hmm. She's needed. And we need kind of a harsh judge who can tear yeah, you down. It's true. She's really the only true. one that kind of digs in them a little bit when they need it. Yeah. And provides constructive criticism that actually is helpful. Yeah. Like, girl, we can see your beard. People need to hear that. It's true. <laughs> it's absolutely true. All right, so. So you took notes, I hope. I did not. Because I did a couple, I and so this Nina West <laughs> episode. What? I was just saying that I flopped this episode because I did not take notes. Oh, girl, well you can remember shit better than I can. I just have no memory, so I have to take notes. Okay, well. So Nina West <laughs> is a veteran queen. Right? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the only note I have for her is cocky. Oh, okay. I can. So see I think that. she must have said something that came across as kind of arrogant. But anyway, okay. I'm assuming that that will have tempered a bit since she was at, I think she was in the bottom. Was she? She left Sanjay and Soju, I think. Oh, that's true because the whole storyline. She that terrible orange dress. Oh my god, yeah. Well, the storyline was that she like worked so hard to get here. And then... Right, she applied every season or something like that? I think so. Was that her? <laughs> I think so too. Okay. I think she definitely applied a lot, and then maybe she took a break in between applications. So she's definitely right. kind of in Alaska where they applied a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Sugar, Sugar Cane or whatever, she's forty and oh my drag. God. She looks great. What are your thoughts on that? She looks great. <laughs> she looks great. I was shocked when she like introduced herself and she said, "I'm like twenty-four." And the producers were like, uh-uh, honey. Mm. She's like, okay, When she said I'm 24, I wagged my finger. Oh, I was like, I can see that. Well, who else? You know who's 24? Is the one with the spookiness. The spooky girl. Oh, uh, What's her name? Oh, it's Ivy Oddly. That's who I'm thinking. Ivy Oddly. Ivy Oddly. Yes. 
She's 24. She looks great. <laughs> That's true. Well, they've all been through some shit in some way. That's true. They've all been through some shit, but I mean, when you're 40, you've been through some extra shit. That's true. Prolapse. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe she looked prolapsed. <laughs> I could see it through her jeans. <laughs> I oh can see God, your prolapse yes. through those jeans. Oh my God. You could just tell she had a recent stapling. <laughs> but anyway, so at, at first... My initial reaction thought, girl, you're another drag at 40 and you somehow got on this show. Mm. And then I thought, you know what? It's actually inspiring. It's it true. It's an inspiration that it's really never too late. It's never too late. You don't have to late. start drag when you're 17. You don't have to sneak yourself into the clubs. You yeah. work your way up the chain to get your way on RuPaul's Drag Race. It's true. It's for everybody, just yeah. like our podcast. Yeah. So if you're 40 <laughs> and you're new to podcasting, you're welcome here. You are welcome here. You don't need you to have like an Instagram here. following, like three million people. Yeah. You can just yeah, exactly. dust yourself off of your, get out of your cocoon and show up. If he likes your, your audition tape, he lets you on the show. Simple as that. It thinks you're a good fit for the season. So Yeah. I had to quiet down that little judgmental voice that society, you know, kind of puts on us and mm -hmm. conditions into us and I change that around. Good for you. It's all about positive thinking. Yes. Choose happy. <laughs> the secret. That's the secret. And, uh, oh, shit. Why did I talk about this right away? Miss Banji. Banji. Miss Banji. We've lost so many people. back. <laughs> She's back, y'all. Miss Banji. For so those who don't know, Spoiler alert again for season 10. My God, Ms. where Angie have you been living? Showed up on that runway on the first week in a busted up outfit, and she got her ass sent home first. Mm -hmm. And then as she was leaving, she just kind of screamed her name a bunch, and that <laughs> became a running meme. Mm -hmm. And really, that kind of launched her into kind of a stratosphere of fame that she might not have had. It's true. She kind of became a living legend in and of herself. It's kind of like Porkchop from season one. Yes. Speaking of little tangent with Porkchop, she was on an episode of Botched. And what? Yes. And she was getting her nose fixed by the doctor there. I don't remember his name. And oh, uh, Dubrow, isn't it? Dubrow. And who's the other one, though? Harry Dubrow and, oh, God. Nassif. Paul Nassif. She, Paul Nassif. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. He was a husband of a Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. Oh. And Harry Dubrow was a husband of a Real Housewife of Montreal. Oh, well, so good these dudes kind of were, you know, how the husbands are always like the guest stars on the show, and they pretend like they don't give a fuck about the TV or the fame, but they took that little fame they had and made them on the TV show. Oh, I did not realize that is what had happened. Mm -hmm. Wow. But Paul Nassif is no longer with my husband, Beverly Hills, but he was, but, you know, oh. he's got his own show, and she's no longer on the show, so who came out on top of <laughs> Well, damn. Gosh. <laughs> The drama. The drums. So Pork Chop was right. on botched. <laughs> Getting back right, to this tangent. Um, <laughs> and she was getting her nose fixed, and she was talking about some huge granuloma she had on her nose. 
they were like, oh, yeah, okay. So when she went into surgery, they were like, you know, let me just squeeze this little thing. <laughs> and like, it was a giant pimple. It wasn't a wow. granuloma <laughs> the whole time. Inside her nose? No, no, no. It was like on the outside, but it was like a oh. bump. Okay. And yeah, she just said it was a granuloma and they just went Dr. Pimple Popper on her ass and popped the shit out of it. Okay. And they were like, no more granuloma. That'll be $2,000. <laughs> so that was what her issue was? She didn't go in because they fucked up her nose? She was sad about the granuloma turned pimple? Well, <laughs> her nose had been, was fucked too. So she got that fixed. Oh, and then okay. she also got the granuloma, aka pimple, removed. <laughs> removed. <That was> so <laughs> medical. Removed. It was excised, <laughs> aka ah, squeezed. Yes. Good, good. Yeah. Oh, well. Good for her. Was she, I'm assuming she was out of drag. Or was she in drag at her appointments? I think she showed up in drag at first, maybe. But then, yeah, she was not in well, drag. You can't for the go surgery. anywhere in drag. No. <laughs> no, you yeah. really can't. No. It's a so, hazard. Exactly. Infectious issue. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, well, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But getting back to Vanjie. Oh, right. Yes. Miss Vanjie. She, she looks great. She does look good. She looks like she's elevated her drag quite a bit. Well, I think she realized, you know, if she's coming back, mm-hmm. she's got to step her pussy up. Yeah. Well, uh, if you come back, if you're lucky enough to come back, usually queens have the sense to kind of step their pussies up. Mm-hmm. Get a job. So, she did. They got, she got a job. She was a used car salesman and would practice her drags at night. Good for her. Just like oh, Rue true. back in the day. Just walking the streets. Oh my god, yes. Drew was a used car salesman as well. <laughs> oh, I'm coming full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sponsoring the podcast, Hyundai. <laughs> yes, he was a, I, I think he worked for Hyundai. Hyundai. Great on gas, great <laughs> mileage. Great on gas, yeah. hard on your ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, they save on the seat fabric, but you know what? To get you where you need to go. Hyundai. Thank you. Yeah, get from point A to point B. And the backseat is lots of room, so you want to <laughs> go parking. Mm-hmm. That was that was the copy they gave us, y'all. Yeah, that's not part of the advertisement. That's years. what they told us to read. So, yeah. But no, she got through the and first round. Fangie yes, did. She got yeah. through the first round, so good for her. Mm-hmm. So she's already doing better. She's got a winning record now, no matter what happens. <laughs> there you go. Now, I see Banji going. I see Banji going pretty far. I but think I so. don't see Banji taking home the crown. No, no. I'm thinking like top three at best. Probably like I'm thinking like I'm thinking five. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I'm giving her top five. Oh, okay, okay. I can get. I mean, she has yeah. the people behind her, but that's about it. She does, but I mean. Maybe she'll maybe she'll turn it around and she'll look for some new shoes. Has been entertaining so far. Like, oh my god! Remember when she was hiding when she came into the room first? <laughs> that was, was so like, funny. I'm gonna go hide behind this wall. Yes. But then you had cameraman panning to her. Yeah. Multiple times, so I'm pretty sure people weren't going. What's that cameraman doing? Pointing his fucking camera in the corner. <laughs> They're like, nobody look Clearly, at Banji. there's nobody there. She's like the young kid, like, at a dinner party. Like, everyone pretend we don't see her. Yeah, She's going to exactly. do a scare. 
And she was making, she was like, give him commentary. She was like, girl, from behind that wall. I'm like, yeah, nobody can hear you, Vanjie. 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 Oh, God. But, so that was good TV. That was good. And then, and then who stood out to you in this episode? So I'm really liking Brooklyn Heights. Yeah. Because oh, she yes. walks shout like a dancer. Our, yeah. Shout out to our Canadian queen who lived in Canada for two minutes. Yes. We love you, girl. Love you. <laughs> Please come back. <laughs> um, Please come on our podcast. Come, oh, yes. She should be a guest. Oh. Oh. Yeah, no, I but, just, I like when people have, like, a little bit of, you know, like, professional experience, and they've got some talent, you know, like, some well-trained talent, because she was a ballerina, darling. That's right, she was. I didn't put that in my notes. Mm, yeah, professionally trained. So, there you go. I just like, yeah. I appreciate that, because, you know, we see a lot of queens who, you know, haven't really mastered their craft, shall we say, but have somehow ended up on the show. And that's not to say you can't be, you know, a master, a self-taught master, but I'm just saying there's some sloppy bitches up in here sometimes. But on the other hand, ones who are very seasoned and have been doing their thing for 15 years and have that polished, they tend to struggle in the competition, right? Because it has skills outside of their aesthetic. Yeah, what they're usually doing. So people that tend to be less polished tend to have more room for growth. Oh, okay. TV loves a good growth story. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. I feel that. But like, you know, who who am I thinking of? Oh my god. Plastique Tiara. No, it's a prior queen who always came in with busted up drag, looking dance, and had a lot of charisma. Yes. I know who you're thinking of. She was on season eight, wasn't she? Mm, I don't know. We'll have to ask Rue because oh. he knows everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rue. All the queens oh, from every no. season. I'm gonna have to look this up. I'm drawing a mind blank, and I know her so well. You can look it up. I'm gonna have some more wine. Oh, oh you have wine too? Yeah. All right. So I'm googling it right now. It wasn't a Davenport, was it? No. It was like, it was something like Rusky. Like Rusty, Rusty McVeigh. Chi Chi, Chi Chi Devane. Chi Chi Devane. Oh my god, I'm good. You see that? Uh, you <laughs> the extreme of consciousness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> see, so Chi Chi, she was on, in a season eight, right? With Bobbert, the drag queen? Maybe. They all blur together. They I really do. Ah, they really do. RuPaul, we get it. I know, no it. shade. They blur. No shade. But, uh, anyway, so yeah, she always had a bunch of dollar store, busted up, not polished, but girl could sing. No, she couldn't sing. She could dance. <laughs> <laughs> and she could lip sing the house down. Oh, so, God, no, she there couldn't is sing. Some, uh, and Peppermint. Peppermint, too, wasn't exactly polished in season nine. Right. But she did quite well because she could lip sync the house down with that charisma. That's the thing. You can, if you can get through a lip sync, you can get far in the competition. And you know what? It's almost better if you're going to go to the crown to be in the bottom lip sync a couple times. Because if you can turn out a hella lip sync, the crowd's going to get behind you. It's true. You know what I mean? I do. 
The crown like gets Bonita Bonita Brown. Oh, yes. People love that beef. She didn't win. She didn't get up the top three. And she did a lip sync to house down. Well, that's like really and what it comes down it. to. You know, that's the that's kind of how most drag queens make their bread and butter. Yeah. Like a little bit of hosting, but you got to turn up. Exactly. And then there are queens like, uh, oh my god, Trixie Mattel, mm. who could never really lip sync a house down, but she could sing live, she has albums, she wrote her own comedy specials, has done quite well outside of the show, but never ever want to lip sync until it counted in AS3. Mm-hmm. Well, so she got that's the, the thing. If you got a brain, I mean, you can make up for a lot. Anyway, we're digressing quite far. Oh, God. Um, so... This is our this first is episode, yes, y'all. Like, I feel like we're doing well. Mm-hmm. I hope you y'all are enjoying Canadian it. Whose name is escaping me? Brooklyn Heights? Brooklyn Heights, yes. Brooklyn Heights. We like that she was polished. And she did yeah. quite well. She actually won the first challenge. She won. RuPaul recommended everyone put their child or children in a dance class. Because when she was, was strutting down fun, that runway, bruh. he was like, she walks like a dancer. But you know what? That's probably a plug for Alyssa Edwards, too. RuPaul's <gasps> like, yes, put them at Alyssa Edwards Academy. Alyssa Edwards School for Girls. <laughs> <laughs> she just started finishing school. She's quite the lady. She is. <laughs> Boost! <laughs> Matt can do a really good Alyssa Edwards beast impression. <laughs> in case y'all didn't catch that. I cannot. I can't quite get it. But we'll work on it. What do Silky we think about... Oh my god, okay. Silky Nutmeg. So, she's girl. one loud girl. <laughs> yes, she, Mala, she is. She is going balls to the walls with, with that. Off well, when stage. she first came, like, when we were first watching it, it's like, okay, yeah, she's entertaining, and she's mm-hmm. one to look out for. Mm-hmm. And then she wouldn't shut her goddamn mouth. <laughs> she went off when they were trying to make their gowns for the oh my God, that first God. challenge. She's not going to last acting like that. No. Well, yeah, if the girls yeah. mutiny and, I, and say she's acting a fool, they're going to find a way to get her ass out of there. It's true. She's got to tone it down a little. If she can tone it down, I think that bodes well, because then she can have, like, a little redemption. It's, well, save it for the runway. Like, save it for the challenges and save it for the runway. Like, you don't need to be going off in the dressing room. Yeah, exactly. But, save all that personality for the camera on the <laughs> Yes. And not just, like, a, you know, any old camera, but, like, a challenge camera. Mm-hmm. And poor mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus was, like, tackled. <laughs> <laughs> so Miley oh Cyrus went incognito and pretended to be like a camera person and was walking around. Yeah, and, and I love how they instructed the queens not to recognize her right away. Oh my god, that lasted like, I'm sure they said don't like recognize her right away and it still lasted, what, five seconds? Yeah, I mean, it was like, it, it was not believable. She barely <laughs> taped down them titties. Her titties were bigger as a man than as a woman. <laughs> I don't know how that I happened. Mean. like Amanda Bynes and she's the man yeah with a breastplate like they, just put, they just put a hat on her yeah put a baggy shirt on her and like threw a beard and like pencil it's like okay 
Okay, this'll do. You're in drag. And she's like, this is fucking easy. She's like, no one's gonna know. They won't know me. <laughs> Bunch of drag queens. <laughs> yeah, it was way less of a gag-worthy moment than when they brought in Lady Gaga in prior seasons. Mm-hmm. And, like, people thought she was a Gaga impersonator. So that would kind of be gag. This less so. So then Silky, like, fucking put her on her back and started walking around. Yeah, I mean... And they were like, save Miley! Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, imagine if her ass had fallen. Oh, God. Silky and Megan Ash could not handle the amount of money she was missing for. Liabilities. She would have been just shunned from the gay community. If she fell on Miley? Crushed her? Oh, my God. <laughs> crushed her ribcage. Yeah. No, I just mean if she dropped her, she twisted an ankle, and she yeah. Tour no more. Oh god. Oh. People be coming so for that refund money. Yeah. And then, you know, she'd be like, Jesus Christ, I better sue you. Mm-hmm. No, we'll edit that out. I can't be saying Jesus Christ on this. <laughs> okay, we'll edit that out. Edit that out. Editors. <laughs> Producer, we can edit that, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, mm, no, we don't know how. You don't pay us. <laughs> Like, this is audacity, and also, there's no producer. <laughs> We're just getting word from our producer. There is no producer. <laughs> <laughs> the voices inside our head are telling us there's no producer. <laughs> yeah, the voices in our Bluetooth, although we don't have Bluetooth, are telling us. No. There's no Bluetooth. <laughs> and there's no producer. Dun-dun-dun. Oh. So, um, I think I did write down three names. Oh, oh interesting. Okay. I must have changed my tune because Ooh. I thought Kahana, Benji, and Honey Davenport. I marked them to go far. Oh, okay. I don't know if this note means top three, but I definitely marked them as people to watch. Like, to go far or to go home early? <laughs> to go far. Oh, okay. From Come what on. I have, so this is, this is what I wrote in the moment, first episode. Oh, okay. So I don't have oh. second episodes to like bias okay. my judgment. Mm. We're talking to y'all from the past. Mm-hmm. And so I have Kahana, Bandy, and Honey Davenport marked to go far. I put that I see Plastique going far, but she kind of strikes me as a Valentina. Right. Yeah. Of this well, season, she's very so young. I kind of have, but I, like yeah. you were saying about the growth, I think if she does a bit of growing, that she could go very far. Yeah. Plastique. I think she could definitely go quite far. If she can prove that she can do well in the acting challenges and prove that she has a little bit of comedic chops, then I think mm-hmm. she's a definite threat. Because mm-hmm. Rue loves a pretty queen. Yes. And she definitely fits that bill. So if she can prove that she has a variety of talents, then I think she can go well. Go well. I think she can do well. <laughs> or go far. Yeah. Um. I really like Brooklyn, and um, I I like Evie Oddly, or is it Ivy? Yeah, Ivy Oddly. Oh shit, is it Ivy? I don't even remember anymore. Oh, regardless, I love her. No, I like a bit of oddity. You regardless. Hmm. <laughs> so you were a Sharon Needles fan, I see. Yeah, well, I just like something different. It's nice to mix it up every once in a while, you know. Enough with all the pageant and fashion queens. Mm. Mm. And I mean, that kind of brings up another point that you and I have kind of talked about before, where 
shows us now, since we're in season 11, this interesting phenomenon where queens are kind of born during this show, and they kind of base their craft and their evolution on the show. Whereas in prior seasons, he would take his season queens kind of off the street and get them to up and run the show. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now there's like queens who live and are present and hopefully don't die <laughs> in the drag race sphere. So we're getting a lot of, a lot of, uh, it's becoming kind of insular in and of itself, I find, the yeah. show where people are taking the dialogue that has evolved in the blogs and Reddit and they're bringing it to the show. So it's like we're breaking the fourth wall. Right. Well, like one thing that what struck they want. me. What's that? They give the people what they want. Exactly. One thing that kind of struck me, I think it was season 10, someone lip sang, and they were like, ooh, girl, we think we got ourselves a lip sync assassin. And I thought, oh, you're bringing that terminology to the show. This is where it's going. Oh, is that something they say on the blogs? Yeah, well, they're kind of, when someone does well in the lip syncs, it's kind of, they become dubbed a lip sync assassin, like Jujubee, like her last one, right? Mm. And then, but before that, we're just kind of separate from the show, and these were people who kind of dub a good lip syncer, but now it's moving its way okay. into Right, well, because it's sort of like people who have grown up with Drag Race are now on the show, right? Like, they're exactly. brought up with it, and now they're living it. Mm-hmm. It's like American Idol, and that went on forever, and they're like, I watch this show every day. So I don't know if that bodes well or not for the future of the show. Right, so it's just, it might get, like, too incestuous, and then it's yeah, just, exactly. like, self-referencing the house down until it implodes. Because you don't want things to get too insular, like, you still right. want queens, like, vivacious, who are going to bring something different to the table, mm-hmm. that we just don't really see in recent seasons. Like, ain't nobody showing up with an ornation on top of their head. Right. Or like a turkey, like a Monica. I want someone to pull like a Monica Geller and just rock a turkey uh, on their head. Now who's she? What's she <laughs> a drag queen from? <laughs> yeah, darling. Hmm. Oh, hit my mic again. My God. <laughs> control yourself, woman. I, am, I know. I'm buzzed. I just get all hot when you talk about drag race. You get all hot and you blow out your mic. Um... <laughs> What else? Who else? Oh, I d- how do we feel about Scarlet Envy? Because I don't know about her. I feel like she's going to have more of a, uh, like a sinister, I'm getting a sinister vibe from her. I don't know if she's going to like well, stab one of the girls. <laughs> <laughs> See, like a Tanya Harding moment. I, I don't know. Scarlet seems like almost like a Thorgy in terms of like persecutory okay. feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's very much like, oh, I'm pickle off, I don't know why. Right. And but I mean, I think she has a lot of potential. She's a very handsome gentleman who becomes a beautiful female. Mm-hmm. So she'll be good for one of those like Victor Victoria challenges. Mm. <laughs> I think, and I think uh, I don't really remember her that well. I remember her face because she's right. attractive, and we're primed to remember attractive faces. <laughs> but I don't really remember what she's done. Mm. So, I think the fact that she's not super memorable from episode one, anyway. I mean, she has room for growth. Maybe she turns it around. And I guess we'll have to see on that. What do you think about it? You think she's going to be a Tanya Harding? 
I think so. I think someone's going to get knocked in the knees. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's going to no. be Mimi on first, but second. <laughs> or, like, whatever place Tanya got. What was it, like, fucking sixth or seventh or something? I don't know. She's like, the pads and my skates are all messed up. <laughs> oh, no. When she got to the Olympics, she just like stopped her program, and then she was like pulling all the pads out of her skates, and then she went and flopped real hard. You know what? And that's karma. Yeah, it's true. She took out a competition, and then she did not even place that she wanted to. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So it just goes to show, ladies and gentlemen, and viewers out there, and all the in-betweens, be good. Be good, do good. Be good, do good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you writing this down? I, I'm do writing it down. Good. I hope everyone else is. Do good. Oh, I just hit my mic. <laughs> <laughs> Control yourself. <laughs> oh, God. We're a little bit of a hot mess today, y'all, but we'll get better. We were talking earlier. We can, it's We'll have a bit of a blurry season, like with Drag Race. <laughs> but we'll bounce back. I mean, I'm putting Vaseline on the microphone as we speak. Make sure that it's extra blurry. Good. And, and I'm putting Vaseline all over my body. Oh my god. Viewers, you're listening. Okay. Viewers, I mean <laughs> listeners. Oh yeah, we keep saying viewers. This viewing. will be an audio-only <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're gorgeous. Don't get us wrong. Mm-hmm. We just... Stunning. Our gig is our voice. Our voice, as you can tell. Yes. Um, I honestly, there were some podcasts that I listened to that started off as audio podcasts, and then they moved to audio and video. Like, you had the option to watch it, and I just felt obligated to watch it, you know, when the video was there. But I would have rather just listened, mm. because then you can go about your business. Like, I hope you're... Like taking a big poop right now or grocery shopping. I hope you're living your life. You know. I hope you're looking at the peppers. No, <laughs> you're monitoring the peppers, looking for bruises while listening to our podcast. I hope so. I hope we've freed you, you know, to squeeze the avocados. Because otherwise you're just sat in front of a screen, you know. Listen to me, I'm, I sound so British. <laughs> I was just going to say, oh, otherwise you'll sat in front of the screen. I, I watched some British And you know, British just take TV. the trolley, take the trolley. Take the trolley, dears. Every, anything Listen from to the trolley? The oh my god, I love that. That came so natural. Look at me, I'm like Michelle. I'm such like an English file. But you know what? Um, I, I hear what you're saying, Michelle. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We, it's true, your eyes are... <laughs> Are gonna you're gonna want to gravitate towards your visual sense if there's a video component available because it's our most reliable sense. Mm-hmm. But really, do you want to be sitting in in a chair or on the couch, looking at people talk when they're not doing anything special? I'm sitting my ass here drinking a glass of wine. Ain't Thank nobody you. give a shit what <laughs> I'm doing. Ain't nobody a give a shit. T-shirt. <laughs> I'm in floppy pajama pants mm-hmm. and. You know what? We'd rather you just listen to us while you're looking at the avocados. It's it's if true. You can't it's my greatest avocados, wish. That's okay. We're inclusive here. Uh, yeah, we honestly, I brought I bought some frozen ones the other day, and we'll see how that goes. 
You know, I bought, yeah, the frozen little food jet ones. Hmm. Yeah. What do you do with those? Do they, I like, turn out well? Like, in, like a casserole? I usually, I use them to throw into a smoothie back when I oh, used right. the avocado. Oh, right. But you can do other things. Like, you can throw them, you let them thaw, or you can throw them on a breakfast sandwich or whatever it is that you do in those days. Okay, well, I'll try to sprinkle something. They're just yeah. sitting in my freezer. You can just throw a bunch of spices in a pan, do a little saute, put them on some toast. Oh my god, yes. Well, I have been buying, I know it's not like the best, but I have been buying the little like guacamole packets. And then I just like open one up and do like a guac toast. It's just like a quick little totally. snack, you know, because you're you pressed for time. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You and do then, what you can, and a little bit of guac is probably better than a little bit of chicken nuggets. That's true. That's true. My body's the temple, so I give it <laughs> preserved guac rather than preserved That's chicken. That's why we drink wine. It pickles our organs. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't seen any of the Real Housewives? I haven't. I'll, I'll be transitioning there. Okay. Yeah, this is a segue? <laughs> yes, this is a segue. I haven't. I know what I'm going to watch it tonight. Okay. Um... Since I can. Okay. And I, yeah. I am going to read you a couple of the thingy bobbies The little, what are they called? The little one liners that they play at oh, the beginning. Oh, the catchphrases? Yeah. Okay. Oh, which, okay. Which ones did I write down? I don't have all of them. I don't even remember all of them, but Sonia. Sonia's. This is Sonia. People call me over the top, but lately, I prefer being a bottom. <laughs> know what that means <laughs> <laughs> she's a heterosexual woman i mean well she gets a I bit mean, of wine into her yeah i think she's Who probably knows? a bisexual woman that's true but that's true that's an allegation that i'm not willing to back up because <laughs> from the footage we've seen she does like to kiss the she likes women. to kiss her female friends she when does. she's a little tipsy yeah oh my god she okay does proposition them for intercourse so oh that's true she does and she would look fully go through with that if they were oh i think so yeah so there's that and anyway very strange though love that one and then dorinda dorinda might take the cake though oh god oh god (laughs) is it just claire you fool you fool so here's dorinda's if you got a problem with me it's your problem (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that's, that sounds more like Ramona it's true it's very Ramona but it's like coming from Dorinda oh my god Dorinda really oh my god okay well um, that is very interesting it's like very interesting one liners this season I, I should have just said Giovanni 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 <laughs> okay so for people who don't know so I mean, we're not going to go through all of these people, but basically there was an event. Dorinda helped another lady procure some dresses for a show. And when the yes. when this lady, Luann, was putting on the show, Dorinda was like a little tipsy and she was a little scorned. And she kept yelling Giovanni, which was where all the dresses came from. And she keeps, she maintains to this day that she was not heckling when she kept saying Giovanni. <laughs> And she maintains to this day that she was uh, sober. 
So and she was just like, yeah she was just exclaiming like oh yes giovanni you look so gorgeous in those giovanni dresses but really it was like giovanni giovanni like can we hear it i got you those dresses bitch oh my gosh but there was there was some bad blood between them prior yeah. she wasn't just salty no for nothing no. Rita likes you she can be a great friend she can make it nice but she can make it nice but she can also uh, go from zero to, you know, 100 in about half a second mm-hmm. to give her a margarita. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's why we love her. She makes great TV. She really does. All of them make great TV. That's why I love the New York ladies. Because they're a little crazy. Yes, they're... But, mm-hmm. I don't know. They have, like, just the right amount of sanity to them. Yeah, they don't... They, when they get mad, they don't get mad over, like, stupid shit, like some of the other franchises. No, they don't, like, flip tables. They'll just oh, throw, like, their prosthetic legs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. The that's only tame. thing you make about me is this leg. <laughs> oh, my. You know, that should have earned her a 10-season renewal, I must say. At least a fucking primetime Emmy. For best leg throw. <laughs> Seriously, give this woman an Emmy. Oh my God. There should be like a special category for just like best 15 second performance. And that should have won. Oh my God. You could tell she was saving that one up too. She's oh, like, totally. She's like reaching for her leg, like unhooking Think. it. <laughs> Think about me. One sec. Let me ask you this. Is my leg. She just bits it on the table. God. <laughs> oh, gosh. Amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Mm. Okay. Yeah, she had, like, she had been sitting down for an hour. She had been pre-loosening it during that time. <laughs> Waiting <laughs> to take a fight. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay, screw this. Okay, well, I know you have some stuff written down. I have a couple things. I just wanted to shout out to Susan Boyle, who is back on some America's Got Talent monstrosity. Okay. It is still going. But is, she she, back, is it like Ireland's Got Talent? I think it's like the, I think it's called The Champions, where they're having past, I don't know, she didn't win, right? So it was like past, I don't know, successful oh, okay. people gotcha. to come back because I guess their career has gone flaccid. And they need some more exposure. But okay. she had a really nice performance. It, it was called, what was it called? Jerry? <laughs> Producers? Was it Miss um, Vanjie? Miss Vanjie. I think it was a Rolling Stone song. It was called Wild Horses. And it was like her rendition of it. It was so good. Oh. Yeah. So good for her. Good for you, Susan. Check it out on the YouTubes. Yeah, maybe she can use this to kind of get out a new album and, you know, yeah. find some retirement. My mom will be the first in line to buy that, let me tell you. Oh, is mom a fan? She is. She loves her. Well, Your mom's I mean, raised me as someone who likes her reality TV in that regard. Oh, like the like talent it, shows? She doesn't strike me as someone who would watch Real Housewives, but she no. would watch The Boys. Oh, yes, watch, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, she'll watch that. She'll like that. She loves, you know what's funny is I hate on The Voice the banter between the judges. It just goes on and on, but she loves it. 
She's like, oh, they're so cute together. It's just so contrived. I know. You know that the banter is so, and they all fucking probably hate each other. Yeah. That's and it's thing. just like, I know, but people get sucked into that. And, you know, it's about escapism, and that's okay. That's why people come here. That's why people listen to us right now. We Thank you. We pretend to like each other. <laughs> we pretend to like each other for all the fame that this will bring exactly. us. Exactly. For the fame and the fortune that this mm. bestows upon us. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what else I've but watched I on it. YouTube? Besides Susan what? Boyle? You know what always comes up for me? Like oh. intermittently, like months apart, are these marble races. And it's like. What? Yes, it's somebody narrating, like, a sports commentary for these marble, like, Olympics. It's called Marble Olympics. And it's, like, these marbles going down this course. And he narrates it like a horse race. He's like, okay, the Oceanics are coming up here, and they really need to do well in this heat. (laughs) It's like a marble is just going down a track. For the love of Jesus. And it always seems to come up when it's like 2 a.m. and I really need to sleep. And I'm like, oh, let me just, <laughs> let me just watch these marbles real quick. And then you get sucked into the hole. <laughs> oh, God. Interesting. So that's like a recurring cycle for you. It's, I wonder, like, what triggers it? Like, what did the government have to hear for them to project that <laughs> onto my screen? <laughs> really, though? Maybe you're talking about how you lost your marbles all the time. Oh, maybe. Like, oh, we heard marble. Maybe. That's what it is. I don't lost my marbles. Next thing you know, I'm watching Marble Olympics for an hour. <laughs> Mar- marble Olympics for four days. <laughs> you haven't showered or eaten in four days. Oh, God. Marble Olympics is on repeat. And keep your eyes open with two things. I always root for the Oceanics because they're blue. Oh, you like the not to give too much away about you. Like, right. Don't, don't find me based on that. Yeah. If you type, type Alex Blue, you're like, oh, <laughs> that's a weird shit. You <laughs> please don't do that, listeners at home. Please don't Google. Oh, God. Alex Blue Waffle. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't what? Google it. I, I, that's all I know about that. Don't Google Blue Waffle. I don't even know. Yeah. I didn't Google it. I was too yeah. scared. Don't don't do it. I was too scared because because there was something that I was also told not to Google. It was one of those like Japanese horror comics online, and people said it was really scary and don't Google it. Well, I I looked it up, and it was this. You were this character who was walking alone, like in a dark street, and you saw this figure. And the way they had, like, engineered the comic to work on your screen, once you scrolled past a certain frame, it, like, quickly scrolled through all the other ones to make it look like an animation. And it was, like, this creepy thing that was on all fours that, like, creeped up to you really fast and, like, cranked its neck and it made a really scary noise. And I shit my pants. (laughs) Oh, my God. What's it called? I have no idea. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm sorry. I have no idea. Don't look it up. It's scary. It, no, it scared you know, the I'm shit a, out of me. You know I'm obsessed with the macabre. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. You well, have I'm a lot of... I'm going to put my note, Japanese scary comic, and I'll put that in the Google search box. Okay. So you can tell. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like you're walking home, and then the scary, like, all fours lady, like, comes up on you real fast. Oh, like, Lord. 
you don't have time to think and then she's oh, up there and she's oh, like I in your face oh my god i have chills I, <laughs> I have chills all over my body yeah, you're, she's behind you're me. a baby when it comes to that oh my god, she's behind me i mean she's probably outside your window oh my god you're blind although i know there are windows <laughs> Yes, they are fully closed. Thank you. With, you know, big Bristol Wars tape in them. Make damn sure anybody tries to gauge into your inner world. Oh my god. So true. The wall. You guys, I my apartment sits like flush to both parking lots of my apartment building. So when I'm in my bedroom I can see the side parking lot, and when I'm in my living room I can see the front parking lot. Which is a horrible placement. I'm on the ground floor. So I see literally every living soul who comes in and out of this place. And so my blinds are yeah. perpetually shut. So for those who don't know, Alex has not been in his living room since he moved in. He goes from his hallway <laughs> to his bedroom. <laughs> no, I sit at my desk. I just have all the blinds shut. Oh, is your desk at your living room? Yeah. Oh, I assume you had like a side room with an office. No. So you spent a lot of time in the living room. Then. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's I use good. my living rooms as well. That's nice. And I hope you mm. listeners use your living rooms too. <laughs> <laughs> Our living rooms sponsoring us. Thank you. Sponsored by Ashley Furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Pier 21 Imports. For nice. all of your living room needs. Lovely. Alright. So... You read me some taglines, and I'm excited. So you told me that Sonia is pretty good this season so far. Oh, I'm loving She's Sonia. She's runner for the crown? Yes, I love oh, her. I really love Sonia. I know. She She's was so honestly cuckoo. always my favorite. I mean, she was a little... She was a little cuckoo last season, but... I mean, she's, you know, she's gone through stages of cuckoo, and she's yeah. always come back. Like, That's when people true. talk to her about her drinking, she's like, yeah. you know I switched to champagne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, does that mean you're in recovery? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I only drink Prosecco. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's so funny. My favorite thing ever is when, remember when Kinsley threw her that thank you party and so when he was still mad at her? <laughs> yes. And she took a sip of that pink house cocktail <laughs> and she was like, bar liquor. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you were going to use that line, like, whenever, whenever you're a fancy bitch walking up. To the bar with your fake fur. Yes. We don't support anim- animal cruelty on this podcast. No. With your big An- fake animal fur. Cruelty. You're going to yeah, fucking throw that fur. drink back in the bartender's face and say, bar liquor. Oh my god. With a long king size cigarette in your hand. <laughs> oh my god. That's my motherfucking fantasy. <laughs> oh. oh man. Yeah. I, I, I looked for that on YouTube. I literally typed Sophie Morgan bar liquor like <laughs> Did you three times it? a week and it never comes up because oh, no. no one seemed to find it as oh. you know, satisfying as I did. Yeah. That's that's really sad when you find something that satisfying and you can't find it like a gif or a YouTube clip of it. And you're like, someone out there has to appreciate this. I know. Like, am I really alone in this? Like, come on, Miss Sonia Morgan. Mrs. Morgan. Like, she always... You know, kind of lives that old life of luxury that she used to live. So I can just love that throwback. Bye, liquor. Bye, liquor. This isn't 700-year-old Patron from Bluebeard's cellar. I 
a lot of beers would have to try on And if it's not that, we're not drinking it. You know what? Yeah, if it's not blue beer, it's the Trump. Want it? Want it? No, we don't really drink anyway. Occasional glass of wine. We're doing a podcast, but other than that, just water and coffee. Yep. Water Water and coffee. coffee. Coconut water when you're feeling frisky. Yes, when you have the calories to spare. Hmm. Here's a kombucha. Not really into kombucha. Too I expensive, love kombucha. It's too. It. It's too expensive. You are right. I spend way too much money on kombucha. Yeah, um, it's so tasty. I was working in the my family medicine rotation there <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, and the receptionist was talking about kombucha with the other family doctor's wife, because there's two docs at that practice. And they were talking about kombucha, and the wife. Sorry to refer to her as the wife, but just in the interest of preserving her anonymity. Mm-hmm. Um, she was saying that she bought a kombucha at some restaurant, and she hated it. She loathed it. And then the receptionist was saying, well, you just didn't try the right kombucha. So she whips out her kombucha from the little mini fridge and this giant jug, and she pours everybody a glass, and she's talking up how great this kombucha is, and everyone agrees that it's just fabulous. It was like the shitty kombucha that's like sparkling juice. <laughs> and I had to feign like <laughs> deliciousness. <laughs> it was like the white lady kombucha. And as a white lady, I can oh say that. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is scrumptious. This is kombucha. I'm like, this ain't no kombucha. Oh. It was I'm juice. Like, where the fuck's the kombucha? <laughs> I want like the sourness and the nice like carbonation. This was like a little bit of sparkle in some fruit juice. Interesting. Like if someone gave me that, I would not have called it kombucha at all. I would have been like, oh, this is a nice sparkling cranberry juice. This is a nice bar liquor. (laughs) Bar liquor. (laughs) Yeah. So how dare you? those ladies at that <laughs> office if you're listening so uh, opposite of shout out to those ladies did i say it was a shout out no oh, okay we're kind of doing a shade out it was a shutdown to these ladies it was a shady shade everybody's going raving about it and you're silently choking it down like, i was so bleach. excited they're like oh grab a cup i'm like okay you're like, oh, I'm being included. I am. I'm about to face uh, a blue oh, coach. Get me through the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's juice. It was bad. This juice was. She farted in it. Did you know a little bit of carbonation? <laughs> you farted in a jug of juice. <laughs> you nasty, nasty. <laughs> and that just gave it a little bit of extra oomph. Imagine <laughs> well, she hadn't farted in it. There'd be no carbonation. Oh all. my god. Oh, the slapped her. <laughs> Would yeah. have thrown that juice back in her face. Oh my gosh. You know what? And you could have been justified. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> gonna tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, who gonna oh. check you, boo? Oh god. Oh. Alright, so this will probably conclude our podcast. We've recorded lots of uh lots of stuff for you to talk lots about. Of goodies. 
We would like to thank our sponsors, of which there are none. Yes, thank you, sponsors. Of which there are plenty. Thank you, sponsors. So, you know, if you like what you hear, please like and subscribe and tune in for the next episode where we will probably be just as much of a hot mess. <laughs> You know no, what? We are figuring us. it out, and it's it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Like the campaign says, it gets better. It gets better. It gets better. That's and exactly it. Just submit your questions and thoughts and feelings to dntoastpodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review on yes. iTunes or wherever now, you're... Now, Alex, is yeah. there any capital letters or spaces or underscores no. in that email? There is so none of that. Toast podcast, all lowercase, no space, at all, gmail.com. All Exactamo. C'est ça. Yep. So we really look forward to hearing from you guys because, yeah. you know, we're not going to be those celebrities that forget about their fans or can make it big. No. We're going to be those celebrities that forget about you now. <laughs> but... <laughs> but when you, when you write us, we'll remember you. So that's yeah. an incentive, huh? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then yeah. we need so we need to end this. So yes, thank you. And send your questions you and leave us a nice review because we're just starting out for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> just give us something to go on here. <laughs> give us a leg to stand on. We're two introverted people trying to make our way in the podcast world. Give That's us positive true. reinforcement and we're going to go back into our little turtle shell <laughs> and just curl inside and light a little scented candle and have a cup of chamomile tea or it's chamomile. True. You guys, I need this. The world you're from. It's true. And so leave us an email, leave us some positive feedback, and for the love of God, like and subscribe. <laughs> Like and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button on the iTunes, or if it's on SoundCloud, I don't know what. I, th- I think you can follow us there too. But go on we'll iTunes because that that's, Once we get shit, that's the tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, please, so please be kind. Oh god. <laughs> what was that? You got your phone again? Yes. <laughs> uh, it we'll like we'll edit all this out, of course. Every time I hear that door slam or your phone drop, I think someone's trying to kill you. <laughs> Oh my god, it's that lady from the comic. It's the lady she's slamming your door. <laughs> Jesus, I'm gonna have to find a new podcast person. Oh, after only one episode <sighs> taken too soon. Yeah, I know. We'll do like a five minute little RIP segment. So you'll, that. <coughs> so you'll so feature nice. on episode two. That's Don't so worry. nice. Oh. Power. I'll send you a little, a little jig. I, I appreciate that. I'll send you, but Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> River, don't you <laughs> rise. <laughs> that haunts me. Oh my god, it haunts me still. Okay, well. Thank you for listening. Right, so, how do yeah, we end Thanks, this? everybody. Bye. Bye. Right. So, we can stay on the line for a minute because all this shit will be recorded. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, that's harder than you think. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. We got it.